Hi guys, hi guys, hi. I'm sorry if my voice sounds a little uh weird, but I just I've just been here talking to to God and to Holy Spirit, just 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 basking in the 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 love and just his presence is just how wonderful and how amazing he is. Like words can never really explain what I'm trying to say. Like truly, just God is good. Um, but welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I'm guessing this is episode two, right? Yes, I know. I've been away. I've been away for a little. Um, seeking the face of God. Um, fasting with my church, uh, KFT, Kingdom Full Tabernacle. We've been on this 21-day fast, corporate fast. So um, if you're listening to this, go check out their YouTube channel because it has truly been a blessing. And um, I'm mentioning it by the grace of God because the word of God today um, has truly been aligning with the prayers that we have been praying in this um, fast. It's called a 21-day marriage fa- marriage slash destiny fast. So it's for marriage couples. It's for those who are seeking marriage. And it's also for those who are just trying to find themselves. And and even if you're not trying to just find your destiny, uh, God knows what it is that He, he you need. And, and it's, for me, he has really been showing up and like ordaining my destiny to, to, to come alive. So yes, just want to welcome you. And before I go in, I want to pray, welcome the Holy Spirit. And yeah. So, Father God, I thank you for um, putting me on the spot because me reading your word and just understanding after studying, you said, okay, podcast. And so I just want to say thank you, Lord, for putting me on the spot to just come and deliver a word for your people. Holy Spirit, I welcome you here. I ask that you take over in the name of Jesus. I ask that the people read that. I mean, the people that are listening are fed um somehow can use whatever it is that you have given me as tools to get through to get to them to get to you and to get what to whatever it is that you are asking of us father god may you have your way your will be done and not ours um in the name of jesus so welcome 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 now if you hear um car doors i'm actually sitting outside of the library um, yes. So today, today, I want to first start off with a daily devotion from the Bible app, which is so crazy because God literally, but through reading the word that today that I'll be sharing, it truly aligns. So um, it is from First John four fifteen. It reads, and I'm reading the NLT version. All who declare that Jesus is the Son of God have God living in them, and they live in God. Okay. So just hold on to that and just believe that all who declare that Jesus is the son of God have God living in them. Because truly what I was understanding is by just recapping before I head and do some 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 chores and I mean some some errands today, God revealed to me only the people that can truly believe that I place a seed in a woman's womb without the help of man can truly say that I'm God. If they say that then truly I live in them because people in this world can, you know, that argue the fact that no God can do that then or that, you know, from our own our human understanding that it takes a male and a woman to be put together. You know, it takes our hands to do all things. He's saying the ones that believe that I can truly do this without their help can say that I live in them. Um, yes. And that they live in God. 
So the word that um, the study that I will be bringing the the by the way, guys, I don't even think I said it. <laughs> Welcome to Real Life Revelation with your girl Lakeisha and the leading of the Holy Spirit. By the grace of God, I will be bringing to you um, what has been revealed to me. So John chapter four. Um, I have already been reading John, so I'm actually starting from. I read from 15 today through. 24 but i won't be reading it all i'll just be uh, revising and and paraphrasing and reading some of the scriptures as i break down the revelation that god has given me today now but i do um i do urge you to if you don't have a bible get a bible a hand bible you know i even can't wait to get my hands back on my kjv right now i have my nlt and then i use my kjv version on my, my phone but i do urge you to get your bible you know, note it up because when you you can make notes in it, you can uh, I mean take notes and you can highlight it, and it's very beneficial for you whenever you're going back and you're revisiting those scriptures. So um, yes, as mentioned, I was reading from John chapter four, um, verse fifteen through twenty four. Now, um, just really quick, a recap. No, it was actually. John four fifteen through 24. Yes. So it was 15 says, and I read, please, sir. The woman said, give me this water. Then I'll never be thirsty again. And I won't have to come here to get water. I'll read forth. Go and get your husband. Jesus told her. She said, I don't have a husband. The woman replied. Jesus said, you're right. You don't have a husband for you have five husbands and you even married to the you're, you and you aren't even married to the man you're living with now. You certainly spoke the truth. I'm gonna pause there, and that was the ending. That was 15 through 18. Now, what I understood was from this part. Let's just do a recap. So, God in the beginning of John 4 came to a well. He was on his way to Galilee, um, and as he's on his way, the word said he. He had to stop in Samaria, Samaria, Samaria. I hope I, I pray that I'm saying that right. And through my, I have to, I'm, when I read the Bible, I have to understand what I'm reading. So I have to understand the definitions of words or the meanings behind the words, whether it's Hebrew, Greek, whatever. So Samaria means um, a high point of be to, to stand out or to, um, to, to look upon. So when I, by the leading of the Holy Spirit, when I think of Samaria, I look at something that's like, poking out or it's out of place you know thank you holy spirit it's out of place so god had went through the samaritan city the place that has been built like to be looked upon to that looked upon not in you know a good way for this particular reason because the samaritan lady says you jews don't even talk to samaritan people and so fast forward to chapter 15 god is now at this well having this conversation with the lady in this place that is obviously out of place it's not in the will of god they're not they're not worshiping the one and truly god they have built their own um altars they have done everything on their own and so as he's having this conversation he's like yeah like you know truly i have the living water like you're here you're thirsty obviously i'm resting um and obviously you know i want some water too he didn't say that but you know he's resting and she's there and she's like well he's like i have water for you water that is called a living water that you will never thirst or you will never thirst again 
And she's like, well, yeah, that's where we're at 15. Yes, like, please, sir, give me this water. Then I'll never be thirsty again, and I will never have to come, and I won't have to come here to get water. But what she wasn't understanding was, see, she was thinking carnally, like, truly give me something. Like, let me hold, let me take this water that you have that will just leave me thirstless, you know, quench my thirst forever. Like, you know, like, she was thinking that it was a product, pretty much, that, um... God that Jesus would give to her so that she wouldn't have to come all the way to this this well that has this deep tunnel that you're gonna have to use long ropes to pull out water you know it's gonna take quite a while to draw the water out so she's like truly if I don't have to do all this work and you have the water to give it to me to where I don't have to I'm with it let me let me have it and he 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 was like as as she's talking he's looking at her like (laughs) go get your husband go get go get your husband the one that you are married to the ones that you have chosen outside of my presence because truly men you are now having a conversation truly you have came to, like obviously it has been ordained for me to see you you have somehow found me and wherever you're at in life somehow you have ended up on your face on your knees crying out to God and we're here we're here now <laughs> so go get the ones that go get everything that outside of me that you had tried to gather along outside of my presence outside of trying to see me and bring it here. And she answered, I don't have a husband. And he said, you're right. He already knew that everything that she had, she tried to get outside of his presence. It wasn't there because nothing that we have outside of the presence of God, the presence of God can be sustained, you know, because we will have to keep doing it with our hands. And as I go forth, you're going to understand the Samaritan people they were people that built things, you know, they were known for building and carving and creating things of their own. But I'll get there. And I want to pause because I feel the Holy Spirit urging me to stop right here. You know, wherever we're at in life, you know, however we end up seeking God, however, even if it's God himself calling us and we hear him telling us, okay, let's just stop. Let's get out of this relationship. Let's leave this job. Let's put this business down and seek my face. However, we end up in this, this situation where we end up, not even a situation, however, we end up being blessed by the presence of God. We then have to understand like he knows everything about us and he's going to check us. So as he's looking at this lady being like so amazed, like even for me, Oh my goodness, like God has given me this business. Oh my gosh, God has given me this podcast. He's like, now, (laughs) go get everything that you tried to do outside of me. Go get all of the other businesses. Go get all the other books. Go get all of the other things. Go get the relationships that you thought that was going to be your husband. Go get that husband that now is an ex-husband. Go get all of this and bring it to me. She's like, but I don't have it anymore. He's not here. The business is not here. It's not here. He said, yes, you're right. And I'm reading from 17. He said, Jesus said, you're right. You don't have a husband. If you, For you have had five husbands and you aren't even married to the man you're living with now. He just read her whole life. Like, you're right. You was married to, you've been building these gods. They haven't been working for you. So you, you know, God in God. So like you have gods in God. Like you, you're building gods little g-o-d-s and you have guys out here that you're trying to to build up to to bring it to my presence which they can't because you you did this on your own without seeking me he said truly these five things these five guys truly that 
you don't have them. Even the one now, even the business now that you have, even the guy now you're dating, even the husband now you're dating. Because guess what? You're now on your knees seeking me. You're now, you're now trying to find me in this position. I mean, this uh, situation. You're now trying to bring me in your situation. So no, the one that you're with, the business that you're with, the boyfriend that you're with, the job that you're at, wherever. No, I know it's not even your husband, the one that you're living with, the one that you have connected yourself with. Live, the one that you have allowed yourself to abide under. Right? She, he's saying like, I know you. I'm, you know, I know you. And so she, he was like, yeah, for you, for you have had five husbands and you aren't even married to the man you're living with now. You certainly spoke the truth. Jesus is too real. Like, he just rolled up on her like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it was really a rhetorical question, but I let you say this so that I can point you back to the fact that none of these things are going to work outside of me. And she says, sir, verse 19, the woman said, you must be a prophet. So as she's, as he's revealing him, as she, as he is revealing her to her, right? <laughs> she's seeing that, oh, wow, like. He has some type of insight to God. And, you know, as I was reading and studying it in the NLT Bible that they have like translations and where you can kind of study and see what the people that wrote this book, what they thought about it. And all I was reading, it was like the woman disregarded the fact that he just read her whole life. But something in me, the Holy Spirit was like, no, she didn't disregard it. She see, she see the power that Jesus has made known to her. She see the presence of God on him. Somehow she do because she wouldn't have called him the prophet. So now she's more concerned about how to get, how to worship. Like, why? why okay, so now that, now that you have read me to me, why is it that it says, why is it that the Jews insist that, that Jerusalem is the only place of worship? She's saying, why is it? So she's not ignoring. I had to, I literally had to stop right there and say like, God is really, she's really like, no, like, okay, since, since you are reading me to me, then why am I set apart from everybody else? Why am I on this side of the things that within everybody else? Why do I see people over here worshiping in Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the place, the place of the city of peace that they're doing things so peaceful. They're moving so peaceful. Everything about them is so peaceful. Although even when life is going twirls and rounds and winds and throwing bows, like they're still so peaceful. We're here, Samaritans, claiming this here at the Mount Jerusalem where our ancestors worship. She said, "Why is it that they they claim that they can we can everybody can only worship Jews being the chosen people can only worship in the city of peace, the chosen people, the only the chosen ones, only the ones he's called." Only the ones that has answered his call can worship in peace. Because at this point, they know who their God is. But she's trying to figure out why. Because also, the Samaritans, like I said, Samaritans were known as builders. That's when I had to like study, like, what is Samaritans? What does this mean? They're building with their hands. They're creating, they're crafting. They're, they, they, they feel that their hands have to be in everything. So now, you're coming out of peace. You're coming out of peace into, like, Oh, I got to do all of this on my own. And this literally checked me too, in a sense, because like where I'm at, like God is literally moving by the grace of God. And I'm like, Lord, I feel like I have to do this. He's like, yes, like it's good for me to have your hands when I need them. 
But then, like, truly, who will, who will you worship when, when you said that you've done it all by yourself? And this is pretty much what's happened to the Samaritans. They, they built everything on their own. She said, my ancestors went onto the mountain. They went up high. They had to go up high to a place where here in Jerusalem, the place of the city of peace, they just played in their, they just prayed in their city. They didn't have to leave their city. This was their city of peace. They're, 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 they abide in peace, but these people have to leave their homes, go up, build this altar with their hands, and then pray, pray to this little G God that meant nothing, that could they knew nothing about because they built it with their hands. So they only knew as, as much as their, their mind can like go. And see, with our God, we have to believe that <clears throat> God is willing to show up. The word says, you know, eyes have not heard, ears have not seen. You know, the type of things that God is willing to do. See, with our God, big G, only G, um, God of the world, heavens and earth, creator of heaven and earth. See, he He surpasses our understanding. One, because we didn't build him. He was in the beginning. He He was, be, he was before, he's the before the beginning. Right? And so with the Samaritans, she's trying to just figure out, like, why are we the ones out of place? Why are we the ones outside working, doing the hardest to, to, to just to just worship, to just love and show love and respect to that, you know, the things obviously she's having our, she wants to worship. Obviously, I don't know who it is that wants to know God, but whatever it is that you're using that is not of God is not going to work. It's not going to work if it's outside of the presence of God. The word this morning, the devotion said, all who declare that Jesus is the son of God, have God in them and they live in God. You cannot, you cannot believe that Jesus is God without allowing him to live in you because the, the two go together. So therefore you don't believe that Jesus is God. So then you have to check your walk with him because if you're like, okay, I'm doing all of this. There's something, something that's not adding up. There's something that you have not released. Like on this walk with God, when you think you're <laughs> not, when you think you're like, cause no one is like certainly have reached that point where it's it because then you won't be here. But God delivered me from <clears throat> one thing then it's like, okay, I have to work on this this next thing. All right, God. So, you know, it's like it's never an ending point of growing with God. And that's the best part about it. And so the next verse, it said, you Samaritans know very little about the the one. Oh, okay. No, no, I'm sorry. So verse 21 says, Jesus replied, believe me, dear woman, the time is coming when it will no longer matter where you worship the father on this mountain or in Jerusalem. He said, before we even before me before i even get to the main point about it before i even get you together it doesn't matter where you praise and worship it does not matter you know it does not matter it does not matter holy spirit speak holy spirit speak i welcome you here it does not matter where where you're at i'm in the car right now people probably wonder why i'm not in the library it does not matter where i'm at i i could be home it does not matter where i'm at as long as i'm seeking god in spirit desiring him setting up an atmosphere welcoming him and in truth with his word oh he's here you know he's saying besides besides all of that it does not matter it does not matter because it's going to come a time and place where this is not no longer going to be a question to where you're going to be able to praise him everywhere this is before jesus obviously jesus is talking to the samaritan lady so this is obviously before he um was crucified but he's saying She's once she's speaking to him, she's speaking to the one that has been sent. So I don't know if it's all you have to do is just say, Lord, I repent. 
I repent for my sin wholeheartedly. You know, for sins known and unknown. Father God, make known those things that's unknown so that I can repent genuinely and sincerely so that I can accept you in my life. You know, Lord, 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 I, I receive Jesus as my savior. I don't know what it is that you, you feel that is so out, much out of reach, but God is here now. He said for her, she was living in a time where, you know, there was a separating the time of place. Like, you know, yeah, Jerusalem, see, they, my Jews, and those are the chosen ones. Those are God's chosen ones. See, they can, they, they can worship in Jerusalem. They can work, worship in the city of peace because they're the ones at this time that's, that's just the chosen ones, the ones that are called out. But see, I'm here talking to you. I'm here offering you the living water. I'm here um, allowing Lakeisha to, to minister and to speak into your life and let you know that I'm not far either. I'm right here with you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. He said, you Samaritans know very little about the one you worship. While we Jews know all about him. He was saying, like I mentioned, they build this, they, they, they build their altars. They build everything about their God, their little G, the things that, you know, the things that they worship rather is they worship their success, rather they worship their marriage, rather they're worshiping things, like I said, that they create with their hands, rather it's sage, rather it's incense, rather it's going to voodoo doctors, wherever you're going, cars, like, you know nothing about that. <laughs> and and you, you know nothing about it. It's not even the fact that it's too big to know about it. You just know nothing about it because it's just a bunch of confusion. Because it's all like demonic and satanic. Like you think you know, but you really don't know what you're doing. Because if you knew what you were doing, you wouldn't even be doing that. You would really be asking me, all right, like, boom, like, what do I need to do to be free from it? Right? He's saying, but the Jews, see, we know all about him. Because obviously the Jews, if you can only know about something if you experience it. And as I was reading in the KJ ver- the KJV version, it was pretty much, or the, the amp- Amplified version, it was pretty much saying, like, let me read it. Hold on, we're getting there. Amen. So it reads, I think it was the Amplified Version. Amen. All right, so in the Amplified Version, it says, You Samaritans do not know what you worship. We Jews do know what we worship for. Salvation is for the Jews. So, um, I don't know. I don't know where I got it from, but it was pretty much saying you can only. Oh, I was reading the NLT uh, uh, study at the bottom of the, the the page. It was pretty much saying that you can only know God. You can only know the creator through experiences. You cannot know him by building him up. So what I was understanding, like the chosen ones was only experiencing God through their faith, through, through, through understanding his word, understanding you know, that it's not by their doing, you know? And so I just thought that was so amazing because he said, like, 
see my Jews, they know all about him for salvation comes through the Jews, his chosen ones. See here as I am and I was as I was studying and just going back over, he said here, you know, as you're here studying Lakeisha, I obviously have called you out. See, other people are going to be able to, to come to know you because you have become a Jew in a sense, a chosen one to 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 not really bring salvation because I'm not G I'm not God. I'm not Jesus, but to, to bring awareness to people that. They don't have to live like this. They don't have to believe that the only way that they can get something done is by the work of the hands. No, yes, faith is faith without work is dead, but it does not mean that you do everything without me. You do, that doesn't mean that you go get your husbands without me. It doesn't mean that you don't check in with me without me. It doesn't mean that you build businesses without me. It doesn't mean that you you see for me. This morning and the, the, the yesterday, because I've been here two days by by the grace of God. Um, yes, like I've been here, and I in my mind I'm like, all right, I have a meeting with God. I'll drop my son off. My meeting with God is from eight to ten, and I'm in my meeting. Pretty much, I called it a business meeting by the grace of God because I'm starting a business by the grace of God. Um, yeah, and I'm like, all right, so I know that I, I, I welcome Holy Spirit. I welcome God. I say you're not bound to just speak about business. You speak on any and everything you want to speak on. But I know that as I seek him, because he's given me something to put my hands to, he's going to also speak on that thing, right? And so going back to say the Samaritans, for instance, you whoever may be listening to this, you may be building. I know for me. The husbands, quote unquote, boyfriends, people that I tried to bring into the presence of God that was not in the presence of God with me like or on their own time. He's like, no, you cannot do that. You cannot go get that business, create that business and then bring it to me. <laughs> I mean, yes, you know, through sacrifice or whatever, you know, fasting or whatever, you can hear him and then obey what it, what it what it is that he tells you from bringing it to him but first what he's asking if you first just seek my face about a thing then i will direct your steps i will direct your steps so what he's saying is you you samaritans you know nothing about your god you can't even like what is it that they do for you you do all for them you build them you work but see the living god the creator the one that was in the one that has that was in the beginning but before the he is the he's the beginning, but he he created the beginning, like it's mine. Like and then the thing about it is the word, the revelation. You may like you may read the word one scripture today and then go back tomorrow, and it's a whole different revelation. Because see, God is like bountiful, bountiful. Like he's limitless. Like even I remember reading the word. He was like, see, the 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 wisdom that my people have. Is, is foolish compared to my wisdom, but he has given us a, a level of wisdom, you know, and it grows in seasons and, you know, according to his will to lead his people back to him. But he's like, it's foolish compared to mine. See, God is saying I'm greater than their understanding. He said that, see, he gives peace surpassing all understanding and to see the children, the chosen ones are experiencing that peace. And this lady, all she want to know is why <laughs> are they insisted that they that the only way that they can worship God is in peace. He's like, why? Why else? Like, that's the only way that I want my children to worship me. You're struggling. You're 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 wondering what's the next? Where's the next dollar coming from? Your gas? Like, 
what 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 is it god that i need to do he's like well one have you have you repented two have you accepted me and three have you just allowed me to just come in and, and clean you up no i'm not going to be a magical gene in a genie bottle bottle do as you say but what i will do i will clean you up inside and then then i will do according to my word that was sent forth over your life i just think god is just too amazing and so it says but the time is coming this is verse 23 the time is coming and the it is here now when true worshipers will worship the father in the spirit and in truth the father is looking for those who will worship him that way so as I was reading that and studying that part, God is saying that the time is now, not tomorrow, not here with Jesus. See, he, she's saying he's telling her the time will come where, you know, when true worshipers will worship the Father, Spirit, truth. He says, but the time is coming indeed is here now. So it's coming and he's like, really let her know I'm sitting in your face. Like I'm Jesus. I'm the one that was sent to, 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 to remove the veil, remove the pain, remove the darkness, remove the sickness, remove the confusion, remove the relationship, remove the marriage. If it wasn't ordained and you're wanting to remove friendships, remove businesses, remove and reconstruct your life. Because the word says, what can be shaken will be shaken, so that that which cannot be shaken will stand. He's saying, it is, he's like, I'm here now indeed. He said, the time will come. Indeed, it's here now. Because God is just that <laughs> powerful. When true worshipers, true, real worshipers, the ones that, that worship in deep reverence, deep respect out of love, just setting up an atmosphere, like I was saying, an atmosphere ready for the Holy Spirit to take over, the Holy Spirit to reveal himself, for God to just speak to you in whatever way it is. He's saying truly, when true worshipers will worship the Father in his spirit, and in a desiring um, stance, in a good heart, having a, having a good heart posture, and in truth, what is truth? The word. And in truth, you have to know the word to, 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 to worship him in truth. I cannot, someone cannot worship God, God, um, and say, like the word says, those only that say that Jesus is the son of God truly can say that I live in them and that them and me, like he's pretty much just letting you know that all it takes is for you to surrender whatever it is that you have created, that you have done on your own, whatever it is, he's saying that all you have to do see me now because the time has come to where all you have to do is surrender and uh verse 24 says for god is spirit so those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth it's so crazy because when you see god when you see the word of god repeat something twice you know it's important so let me read 23 and 24 it said but the time is coming indeed it is here now because Jesus was with the Samaritan lady, the lady that was wondering, like, how can these people worship in peace? Like, how can they live a peaceful life in the midst of chaos, in the midst of losing people, in the midst of losing jobs, in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of heartache and, you know, and turmoil? How can these people worship you in peace? He said, because, but a time is coming, indeed it is here now, when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. 
The Father is looking for those who will worship him that way. He's looking for you. Because in, like I said, in the beginning of this chapter, he had to go to Samaria. I was not planning on doing this podcast. Like, literally, I was recapping from what I read. And then as I recap from what I read, all I heard was podcasts. And I'm like, you funny, you put me on the spot. And actually, I thought I was alive because I went on and tried to do a live, but then I couldn't connect to the internet. So then as I was just recapping out loud, getting ready to pull off in my car, he said, no, podcast. I'm like, okay, podcast. <laughs> and so he said, the father is looking for those who will worship him that way. The father is looking. The father is looking. Say it with me. The father is looking for me. Whoever it is, the Father is looking for you. He had to come this way. He had to. I had to create this podcast. You know, he had to. Like, it was it was God ordained for you to hear this podcast and 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 be like, wow, all right, God. Like, whatever it is that I need to drop out, I mean, drop out of my hands that I have gathered out of the presence of you, be willing to do it. Because at quickness, at the quickness, I was like, all right, look, you, I know where I was at when you, you gave me this thing, but if this is it, he's like, nah, (laughs) not you, but I'm allowing you to understand it because I need someone to hear that I am looking for them. He wants you to worship him that way. He wants you to worship him after repenting sincerely, after receiving his son and then understand it only by faith. That you can see the things that come forth. You know, only God is God is God. And he's not. How how good is a father? How good would a father be if he only worked at the limit that we gave him? Like. The people going up there, Samaritans going up there, building a, um, a, a, a God like how how little how little is that? Like, wouldn't you want a God that knows all? That created you, that created the beginning, and <laughs> your end in the beginning. Wouldn't you want to know the one that created your life story? He said, "I am looking for you. Worship me, worship me in spirit." So the and in truth, so verse twenty one says, "For God is spirit. He is an atmosphere. He is a presence. He is the presence. He he is love. He is worship. Like." He is these things, you know, he says, so those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, but there's no way. I'm sorry, guys, if you hear people moving in the background, he's saying, but there's no way that people that. So those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. There's no way that you can worship him outside of. Accepting the Holy Spirit. Once you accept Jesus, Holy Spirit is there. You have to, the word says that, um, I don't know where it is, you know, but it does say that God has allowed us to reign here on earth and that through prayer, uh, things happen. So without prayer, without making our, uh, without provoking God to move and, and, and to have his way here, without inviting him into our atmosphere, he, his spirit cannot take place. You know, he cannot move things. He cannot correct and, and up, uproot and, and, and cause things to work in your favor if you don't give him that that go and that's what that's the holy spirit i'm speaking on because he said for god is spirit so god so god is god but he's also the spirit 
So the spirit cannot move unless we've given him the right to. Unless we invite him. So those who worship him must worship in spirit. So we must have this. So we must understand that we have to accept Jesus. <laughs> Guys, more of the story. Jesus is Lord. Like, you know, and if you're like that Samaritan lady, and you're like, you're looking at this person, that person, this business, that business, everything, even through, even through this pandemic, even through whatever it's something so peaceful about them something is so peaceful about them you look at a person you you're wondering like what is that thing like i want that thing one you should ask them like i mean i would if you see something you you know you should ask like who is that person how who is this god you pray praying to but i'm gonna tell you my god and i'm gonna tell you the the, the god of gods the only god the only god he is the creator of the heavens and earth. And he is the one, the giving, the giver of the peace that surpasses all understanding. So there it is. There's the word. I pray that you take the opportunity because like the word says, the time is coming and it is here now. Can you say my time is now? It's so crazy because, guys, like I said, that we've been praying about husbands and the word for this fast. It is my turn and it is my time. God has came to you and he has said it is your turn and it is your time to receive your uh, redemption, to receive your salvation. Because I have come to see, see you. I had to come this way. It says the father is looking. The father is looking. He's looking for you. So... If you have not received the Lord, well, if you have not received Jesus as your Lord and Jesus, I mean, your Lord and Savior of your life, I hope I'm saying that right. Um, I invite you to. I invite you to. I will pray for you. And I also just encourage you to pray for yourself and just because I give no rights to Holy Spirit over your life. You only give the rights to Holy Spirit over your life. So, yes. Father God, <clears throat> I say thank you. Thank you for the study today. Thank you that you've used the scripture from one app to my personal Bible study with you for it to coincide. That's how powerful. That's how purposeful. That's how that's how you are. See, words, <laughs> that's how you are. So I just say thank you, oh God. Thank you for the word that has come forth for us today. You have you have come for us today. You have come to sit with us. You had to come this way to see about us. You've came this way to show us ourselves, to reveal us to ourselves so that we can turn to the one who has created us so that we can receive the peace of the chosen ones. Clearly, you're here looking for me. Clearly, you've given me the call. Clearly, you're calling me, so I shall answer. Father God, I ask that anyone that you're calling if they hear this word, oh God, as they are listening to their, this word, God, may they pick up your, the phone, God, and answer the call from you, oh Lord, so that they too can become the chosen one. So that they too can, even through the cleaning, even through the refining of their life, oh God, they will have that peace that surpasses all understanding that the Jews in this word, oh God, experience from Jerusalem, the city of peace. Father God, have your way today. We invite you, O oh Lord. I ask that you show up, O oh God. Holy Spirit, show up in ways that nobody, in ways that in ways that whoever is listening to this cannot deny you. 
Father God, give them the strength to drop whatever is in their hands that have gathered outside of the presence of you and come sit at this well, have this conversation with you or whatever it is that they need to let go and how it is that they need to come into you. Father God, I ask that you would give them the heart, God, the heart posture to just come and welcome you into their life. Lord, you have your way in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray and we say, amen, 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 amen. Y'all, it has truly been a blessing. I literally be taking my own personal time serious and I just be out here talking to myself, talking and Holy Spirit was like, nope, podcast. I'm like, what? I'm just talking to you. He's like, yeah, I know. That's why I need you to talk to them. So, yes, on yet another real life revelation with your girl, Lakeisha, by the leading of the Holy Spirit and by the grace of God, I say until next time, I will see and talk to you guys later. God's willing. Amen.